Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and myself. We are into uh, early May here. This is uh, We're getting started with our May edition of our podcast, so getting to that time of the year. Hopefully everybody's going to have plenty of fun in the sun. And this week on the podcast, we're not going to do the correlation between sunshine, although that, that might have been a good idea, <laughs> but that's all right. We're going to do reasons to con- you know, p- contemplate, ponder, maybe get life insurance. Now, and then it's kind of boring, Jude. People go, oh, God, life insurance. Yeah. Uh, but again, I want to talk about reasons that you may you might should consider this uh, not necessarily the old, you know, kind of thinking of, well, it's the insurance guy that's going to bug me to death or whatever the case is. So this, just the goal of this episode is just to focus on the positive and analyze reasons to ponder it or at least consider it, right? You know, most people think about insurance as, I need it when my kids are growing in case something happened to me. I, you know, I got in a car accident or something like that, and that way everything could be taken care of. But we kind of think when, from a retirement standpoint, it's just not needed. Many of us have that kind of mindset that, well, my family's grown, grown. I don't need to you know, pay for college or whatever. But let's talk about a couple of things that you might not have pondered, okay? This subject is so near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited to talk about it because every client that I talk to has a preconceived idea of life insurance, some on the positive and some on the negative. Yeah. And I really hope everybody that's listening you know, I know the subject sounds boring, but I guarantee you will take something from today's podcast that you probably didn't know. Well, I always I always think we view an insurance person uh, as that. You ever seen Groundhog Day, right? So yes, he, he bumps yes. into Ned Ryerson, uh, <laughs> you know, and he's trying, you know, it's one character in there that he sees every day and he's, you know, trying to sell him the insurance and so on and so forth. And he ends up punching him at some points right when he steps in the water puddle. Uh, every day, and so we kind of have that mental annoying image. But again, this is you know, it's not our father's Oldsmobile kind of thing. Everything changes a little bit. So I mentioned the idea of when we're younger, we're in our thirties or forties, and we got small children. We think about the income replacement in the event that we died unexpectedly. Well, that could still be the same reason you might want it as a senior. Because what if when you lose one of the spouses, yourself or the other, it might help with the income replacement that you lose there too. Correct. Absolutely. So when we're looking at life insurance, and I'm talking about real financial planners, people that are trying to put together a plan holistically to solve problems, not just to sell a product. That's why I'm I'm so excited about this episode. We're looking at each individual client and looking at their situation. For example, when we're looking at clients that have social security, we want to make sure that if one spouse passes away, the other spouse can still have the level of income that they've become accustomed to. Yes, some of the income may not be needed anymore because some of the expenses has gone away. But one thing people often don't think about is that when one spouse passes away, taxes generally go up because now you're not filing joint, you're filing single. And and if the taxes go up, that's less income in your pocket. So when we're looking at income replacement, there's several uh, hurdles that we're looking toward, not just if the client is young and they've got children, but if they're older, what happens to that income, uh, pensions, social security, what happens if that one passes per- person passes away? 
Oh, yeah, exactly. So it could be a great replacement tool, not just for the younger, but also in retirement. Uh, and a lot of the pieces that we're going to talk about on this next couple clips here, Jude, I think are going to kind of factor into that that kind of elder place in life. So, you know, estate liquidity, for example, is the next one on my list. Making sure that, you know, it's a, it's a great tool, again, if you want to use it to help cover, you know, some of those estate bills or things of that nature. Yep. Estate liquidity is one of the many topics that we talk about when we're looking holistically. And I keep on saying that word, but your financial life is like a, a pie. There's several sections of your life. And the estate section is one of the most important piece for some people. Look, I, I have some clients that tell me, Jude, you know what? I could care less about my estate. I put my kids through college. And if they close the coffin on me and I have a dollar in my hand, then that means I had 99 cents too much. A dollar in my hand. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> and I had other clients who say, you know, when I had an experience when my parents died early in my life and I had to struggle. So I absolutely want to leave a, a legacy behind that can help my children and my grandchildren, adult children and my grandchildren. Yeah. So when we're doing the analysis, first thing we're doing is asking, how do you feel about uh, leaving a legacy behind? Then the second thing, we're looking at the net worth and seeing how much should be left behind if taxes need to be paid, final expenses need to be taken care of. So again, this is another area where it has to be customized for the client. It's not a one size fits all, but life insurance could play a very prominent part in this particular area of planning. Yeah, especially if you have a lot of you know real estate property, right? So like, you know, as Floridians, you may have uh, two homes. You may have a northern home, you may have a southern home, whatever the case might be. So there's a lot of places where that kind of stuff can come into play as well. And I'm going to hop around the list to kind of keep these a little more consistent, Jude. I'm going to jump to four. We'll come back to the other one in a minute. But since we're talking about family wealth and, and estate being, you know, a part of that, transferring family wealth, there, there's been a lot of rule changes to different things we've talked about on the podcast about how some of that stuff with the uh, stretch IR elimination and things is making that more interesting or difficult. Well, insurance could be that tool to shore that up when you're talking about creating generational wealth. Absolutely. Because when you look at insurance, you're paying pennies on the dollar for a particular death benefit. And so all of the rule changes that we've had recently, like you mentioned, the stretch IRA. Now, if you inherit an IRA uh, and you're a non-spouse, that IRA has to be completely liquidated within 10 years. That wasn't the case not so long ago. So now you, you may have intentionally wanted to do something great for your beneficiaries, but you also may have created a potential tax problem. You're right. Life insurance is based on health and age. The older you are, the more of a risk you are to the life insurance company. So the higher the premium is going to be. But there are ways to still get at what you want to accomplish. What we've recently done for one client was we insured their adult son uh, through a trust. The adult son was the uh, insured. The trust owned the life insurance policy, which the uh, parents paid for. And now the parents, one, could afford the life insurance because it was based on their son's age. But two, they had control over the cash value and the life insurance so that they could ensure what was going to happen 
with the values of the cash value or the death benefit. And so this is not a technique for everybody, but if you're talking to a good financial planner, don't just eliminate life insurance because you think you're maybe too old or you can't afford it. Uh, a good financial planner is going to try to help you with what are you trying to accomplish and what's the best way to get to that end goal. Okay, Jude, you're a business owner. Okay, business succession. That could be another place. Um, you know, if you have a partner, for example, like if you and I owned a business together, Jude, and one of us decided to step away or pass on or whatever, maybe there's insurance can help with, you know, business succession, helping the, uh, you know, the person who's left behind have the assets to buy the other spouse, the, the spouse out from the person who passed or, or whatever, right? Things like that. Yep. I've got two real world examples I want to share with you. Just recently talked to, a doctor client of mine who has a partner, his his best friend, who's also a doctor in practice, and they had a life insurance policy on each of them so that if one of them were to pass away, that life insurance would pay the, the living partner so he could buy out the spouse. But in analyzing what they had done, because they did this themselves, they didn't have the legal agreement that actually required step-by-step what was supposed to happen. Now, to do that, as far as a business owner is concerned, buying that insurance, again, if they had died early on in in their beginning of the practice, there's no way they could have afforded to write a check to the the living spouse of the partner that passed away. And now that partner's wife is now your business partner. And oftentimes that person has not the level of experience in running a business. So buying the policy was one thing. It leveraged the dollars and protected them, but also having the legal uh, documents in place was important. Then the next example I'll give you is from my own very life. Two years ago, and you know this, and I I don't talk about it often, but I had a a life-changing medical um, event. I had a seizure that landed me in the hospital for a week, and It took me three, four months of rehab to get back on my feet. Mm -hmm. But if I had had that seizure while I was driving to my other office in Bradenton, I probably wouldn't be here. And I was so thankful that even though I'm a a planner, I had a planner give me advice years ago when I was establishing my business to have life insurance associated with my business. Because if I had passed away driving down to my other office, my wife would be in position to just liquidate the firm. Uh, That would have been a tremendous uh, amount of responsibility on her at a time where she was going, she would have been going through a lot. Yeah. So I can't say enough how important for business owners to consider life insurance. Okay. Great points here today on the podcast. We'll try to squeeze in a couple more before we wrap up. I'd have to bring this one up, Jude, because we hear these commercials and see these things all the time. And people, obviously it's great headlines that get people's attention and they hear about, you know, get a tax-free, you know, retirement uh, income in retirement tax-free when using insurance products. So let's touch on that. Okay. This is one that really burns me because <laughs> dealing with a lot of professionals very early in their career, some insurance agent, maybe some well-intentioned, maybe some not, told them this theory that if you put money in an insurance policy, you can get tax-free income later. Well, the theory is true. It's the application that sometimes goes wrong. Uh-huh. Most of the clients that I deal with are, 
affluent, they make good income, they're contributing to their 401k or probably their Roth 401k, and they have additional money above and beyond there. What we do when we're doing the analysis for a client is if you've maxed out all of your other tax sheltered um, retirement accounts and still have additional money to put away, a life insurance vehicle that bills cash value may not be a bad application to add to the toolbox. Like you said, why, why throw out the hammer before you know if you need it or not? And if constructed carefully, and if understood, and if the client has cash flow and can afford it, all those factors need to be in place. And we've seen tremendous value for some clients actually building cash value in the life insurance and using that to be able to pull that cash value out later in a tax uh, tax efficient manner, meaning they're not paying income taxes on those withdrawals. Yeah, I just want to say one last thing. If that's a strategy that you're interested in, see a financial planner that absolutely knows what they're doing because these things have to be constructed carefully and right for you, not just willy-nilly, let's just buy a life insurance policy and throw money at it. Okay, definitely. And so folks, again, if you've got questions, as always, when you're listening to our show or any other that's dealing with finances and things of that nature, make sure you're sitting down with a qualified professional before you take any action. Even from our own comments here on this, you know, if you're working with Jude, then obviously you, you want to follow up with a question that you might have or something that piques your interest. That's one thing. Uh, but definitely if you're not working with him or you don't have an advisor at all, definitely follow up. You can call Jude at 800 779-4592. That's 800-779-4592. Jude, we'll do one more. We'll wrap it up here. The long-term care aspect, obviously it makes sense to use insurance for that, but people often have questions about things like the accelerated death benefit and so on and so forth. Yep. I'll be quick with this one because we deal with clients that may have waited to a later point in their life to look at long-term care insurance and probably could not get approved, or they had a health condition where it's didn't allow them to be approved. And we know one out of every three seniors is going to have a long-term care event in their lifetime. Life insurance, many policies have an additional rider that's already included in life insurance to pay part of the death benefit while you're living to help you with long-term care expense. That's a lot of time is a benefit that's already included in the policy. So we analyze it and make recommendations for clients like that all the time. Okay. Well, again, if you've got questions as it comes to life insurance, it can be a useful tool. Don't just close your mind off to it because it's boring or not sexy or whatever kind of term you want to use when you're sitting down to talk with a professional. Let them use all the tools in the toolbox. Uh, and then as you're working through the different conversations and building a plan, then you can determine if there's just something that is not right for you. So these are some reasons why you should consider getting life insurance this week on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, whatever platform you like to use, find it all at the podcast website we have for you, planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Or just call Jude at 800-779-4592. My friend, thanks for hanging out this week. I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a great week. I'll see you a little bit later this month. Good topic. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. We'll catch you a little later. Enjoy the sunshine. And we'll be inching our way towards Memorial Day here before long. So we'll catch you later here on Plan Wise, Retire Free with Jude Wilson. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson, who is solely responsible for its content. 
Non-security products are not offered by J.W. Cole.